Yeah. What an unbelievable payoff to an unbelievable couple of weeks of baseball that usually you got to go through six months of some kind of cool stuff, but a lot of stuff that's just like, oh, boy, okay, another game. They play yep. the Reds again for the seventh time. Who cares, right? I think the Dodgers play the Diamondbacks 38 times a year up until this season. So funny you said it. Do you know who the Dodgers play eight times in their first 10 games? I'm going to go with the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks. Their first 10 games of the season, eight of them are against Arizona. Do you know Arizona probably every time they're like, I, really? we got to face 60% of their wins are against the Diamondbacks. They play the Diamondbacks eight times and the Rockies twice in the first 10 games. Go go, go figure. So that that's how it opens. But So we get this WBC tournament, and it lives up to the hype. You yep. have the very best players from the respective countries. The best Japanese players are playing. The best Dominican players. Puerto Rican unbelievable players, couple Mexican weeks. Players. That was Just, awesome. And yep. you had like seven or eight games that were legitimately exciting and fun and nerve-wracking. And then last night's wasn't that. It was well-played. It was close. It was tense. But you couldn't write a movie that would be better than Shohei Otani coming out of the pen to face Mike Trout in the bottom of the ninth inning or the top of the ninth inning, the top of the ninth inning with the entire tournament on the line, and it blows him away. It was, it, and as a American, an American baseball fan, as a huge Mike Trout fan, yeah, I was super into it. Like even when Otani dusted him, I'm like, I'm with you. That was amazing. I'm with you. Now maybe that doesn't mean we get to celebrate Fourth of July this year, but <laughs> your hot dogs. I was, uh, I was, I'm with you with it. Uh, okay, a couple things stood out to me yesterday, and I think this is, you just get accustomed when you're watching sports. You get accustomed to seeing the same thing, and you get accustomed to there's not really too many surprises. Somebody can have a great performance, but there aren't really too many surprises of what you're watching. Sure. I was watching Otani go from the bullpen and go into the dugout. Why? Because he was going to come up in the order at some point. And then he was going back to the bullpen because he was going to go close the game, which I think you mentioned he had not come out of the bullpen Once. since 2016, and that was in Japan. One time. Okay, one time. <laughs> yeah. So right out the gate, I'm watching this. I'm like, yeah, I think I've seen this before in high school. I think I've seen this before in um, at levels that are so maybe... Exactly. Yeah, you're going to be the goalie right now, and then we also need you to play forward. Like right. we just we're gonna you're gonna you're gonna whatever position you're it is. You're the quarterback on offense. You're the middle and linebacker you're the safety on defense. On defense you're, yes. Okay, that's what you watch these things for. But no, this is Otani doing it, representing Japan, and we already kind of know that. All right, we've got a couple years now. Got a chance to see Otani. We know what he does in Major League Baseball, but what we haven't seen is this back and forth, which is just kind of comical in itself. And then it comes down to the ninth, ninth, like you're saying, and it is one of the coolest things to see. One of the coolest things just to see those two players because they're teammates, because Otani is not, it's not like I could go to the regular season and say, hey, remember that one time Otani pitched against Trout? No, they're both angels. So to have that and it's two outs and it's a one-run game, literally, you, you said it, it's a movie script. It's okay, put together script. I know no one's going to believe us. But what do we want it to look like at the end? That's what you're writing. And the part with Otani that is so engaging and so enthralling and so much fun to watch is we didn't know how he would perform in that moment. We guess. We know he's awesome. You know he's a great hitter. You know he's a great pitcher. You know that he's an incredible athlete. But until two nights ago, Otani had never been in the the, the center of the fire, which is, hey, listen, we're behind – 
it's the last inning of this game. We need you to get a big hit. He did. He, he smokes a double to right center field and starts the rally that ultimately ends up winning the game. That when they absolutely had to have it, he gave it to him. Fast forward one night later, the exact same scenario, only now he's on the mound. Hey, listen, the best hitter of his generation is coming up. You've never faced him. He's never faced you. You guys are teammates. Your entire country is putting this in your right hand. Go get him out. And he did. And he he struck him out. for Emily, put those numbers back on the screen for me. It was I forget 24 what it was. of like 6,000. 6, he, he's had a three swings and misses in, an, in a plate appearance 24 times in over 6,000 plate appearances. It's .004% of the time. Okay? And that's what he did. With the entire world watching, with his entire country praying, hoping, sure. you know, you know, everything that you can the try to do. The numbers of the amount it. of households. And, and he delivered. And he delivered a pregame speech where he told the guys, don't don't admire those guys today. Not today. We can admire them later. Today we're going to go beat them. Today mm-hmm. we're going to go kick their ass. I don't think he said it like that, but that's what he was saying. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. I know that's Mookie Betts. I know that's Mike Trout. I know that's Goldschmidt. I know that's Arenado and Schwarber and, and Trey Turner. I, I know. Not today. I, I, I'm here. We mm. got this. You're here. We got this. It's leadership. It's performance. It's pressure. It's everything we hadn't seen him in before. And he aced the test the very first time he took it. It was extraordinary. I know we've kind of been hoping for this the last couple of years. There's a big reason why most people don't think Otani's going to be on the Angels by the time next season's or by the time either the trade deadline or by the time next season is all said and done. But man, I'm rooting for it. I I I want nothing more than this upcoming season to see the Angels in a race in that division. I, I I'm good. with you. I'm yeah. with you. I mean, it's it's so. Well, we just this last couple of weeks actually really, really good for baseball. Just really, really good for baseball. You don't have to be cheering for a specific country. It's just good for baseball because you you see these players who actually care what's going on. The countries are all involved, and they um, at least their fan bases are are incredible. But it's it. I don't want to. It's not pressure on the Angels because I that that's I don't think that's the right way to put it. It's important for baseball to have. Players like this on the center sta- in the center stage. It's not that different than the NBA of wanting Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, no. Magic Johnson, Kevin not. Durant, LeBron James. It's not. actually <laughs> the most important thing. How many times during the game last night, during the semifinal game, the quarterfinal game, during pool play, did you hear John Smoltz and Joe Davis and Kenny Albert and all the other guys that were calling these games? They, they must have said it felt like 10 times last night. Well, we've never seen Otani and Trout in a moment like this before. How much fun would it be to see these guys in the – it's just it, – yes, obviously. Trout's going to be there for a long time, I think. I mean, his contract is – I don't think he's going to ask to go. Otani is very likely to leave. Spotrack has – Spotrack, for those that don't know, they have all – everybody's contract. It's this incredible website. If you're a sports fan, you need to know Spotrack. It tells you earnings, bonus, contract terms. You just – you know yeah. exactly when guys are getting free and everything else. And they're pretty Credit good. card debt. <laughs> Credit card their FICA score. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're really good at kind of predicting what the market is going to bear for players, right? Mm-hmm. Here's what they have as the projections for Otani when he comes to free agency at the end of this year. Keep in mind, Otani will turn 29 in the middle of the season, so he's still a, a young player. They think that his the market value of Otani right now as a pitcher exclusively, okay, okay, just as a pitcher, if he were just Justin Verlander, right? Yep, eight years, two thirty. Okay, okay. They think his value as a hitter is 10 years, 333. Okay, I'm not a economist. 
I'm not a mathematician, but my math means that this is about a 10-year deal that's going to come in at about $550 million. Okay, put the, because this is what he is. He is Verlander, and he is Aaron Judge. He's both of these guys in one player, so he should get paid the salaries of both of those guys. It makes perfect sense to me. The Dodgers have done nothing mm-hmm. this offseason. Or, mm-hmm. or they've been very quiet. They've let some of their players leave, some sure. of the expensive players like mm-hmm. Trey Turner. They've not been active in free agency. They've not been particularly active in the trade market. We know that they will spend money when they believe there is value in that money. And I don't know if there's anything more valuable than this guy. And when you stop and say, hold on a second, you're going to pay a guy $55 million a year for 10 years potentially? And I think it's actually a good deal. Like that that's what's so he's proven he can perform at the biggest stage. Yep. He's proven that he's a ter- terrific player. He's a leader. He's box office. People are gonna come and see him. What's other than you cross your fingers and hope that nothing happens to him, tell me why that's not a good investment. Gotta be honest, I, I don't think I don't think the numbers are gonna dictate anything. I, I think that Fifty-five million a year for Shohei Otani. The big markets are going to say, "Cool." Like I don't think there's going to be this. Well, we got out of it because they went fifty-five and we wanted fifty. You see what I'm saying? That I don't think that I think the preference of what Otani wants, maybe what franchise he believes in the most, that's going to put out a winning product every single day or every single year. I think that's going to be the difference because what you just said about if you combine the eight years, the 10 years, you take this, you take that. By the way, I don't know. I don't know because we don't really have any examples on this. In five years, is he still doing both? Probably I, I, not, okay. but maybe. And I have no idea, so I'm yeah. not going to try to assume this. But Or he's still doing both just at a lower level. He is. We talked about this a little bit earlier. I don't think you can put a dollar sign on him. LeBron, when he was 25 years old, when he was 28 years old, could you put a dollar sign on him? No, but it's a little different Mm -hmm. because there's only so much you could pay LeBron under the rules. There is no limit to what you can pay. But that's my point. My point is, is that if Bron was not in a league that caps you, this is the most you're going to make the same amount of money as Bradley Beal or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Like, because they're just, these are max dollars. There's certain players I just don't think you can equate but a dollar to, un- and I, 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 I think Otani is in that category where you give him 55 a year, there's going to be three or four teams saying, pick us. I, I agree with that, but I think there may be a team or two that if the, if the, if the rate is 55, mm-hmm. Peter Seiler say, I'll give you 70. Like I'm, I'm not messing around. I'm not going to let you make a decision that's based entirely on I'd rather be over here than over there. Because well, he'll probably the, lose if it comes down to that or that. If it comes down that. to culture, if it comes down to track record, if it comes yeah. down to just, hey, we're all offering 55, and it's just a time, I think I'd rather be over here. They're probably not going to win that war. The Mets are probably not going to win that battle. The Dodgers might. The Yankees might. The Braves might. These teams that you know are, are in the mix frequently. But in baseball... Peter Seidler, Steve Cohen, will give you seventy. If the if the, if the price that you that you think you're going to land that is fifty, we'll give you seventy. Well, now, Dodgers better be right behind them saying I mean. we'll give you seventy, and, and, that, and that's where it gets nuts because uh-huh. they might do that. They might go into that point, and now you're talking about because as transcendent as he is, there is a point where you go, I 
I, I can't do that mm-hmm. because there is injury. There is decline in production. There is all of these things that all of a sudden, let's say he knocking on wood. Let's say he has an arm injury and I can't pitch anymore. I can still hit you 50 home runs. Well, I'm paying $70 million for a guy that's going to hit me 50 home runs. Yeah. I mean, it's nice, but it's a $70 million for one guy. It's there. There is a number where you tap the mat. I just don't know where it is, mm-hmm. and I don't know if the other guys, because the Dodgers will give him a chance to win. The Dodgers can offer him basically the same life he has right now, just mm-hmm. on a much better team, right? You don't even have to move. I don't know where he lives, but I'm assuming, let's say it's somewhere down in Orange County. You can get up to, Freddie Freeman lives down there. Mike yeah. Social lived in Westlake and drove yeah. to Anaheim every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I make a drive from Laguna Niguel up to downtown LA every day. You, you can do it. And I would imagine he could do it in style and luxury and everything. So I can just stay exactly where I am. My family, my friends don't have to do anything different. I just have to go put on a different uniform. It's a pretty appealing pitch. And, oh, by the way, you know they're going to be good every year. Yeah, that, that's I, that's why I come down. It's almost, I think the money part, I don't think is going to tell the whole story. I think it's going to come down to, where does he want to play? What players are there? You really don't think that one of those crazy billionaires is just going to blow the top off of the market? Let me give you an example. Let's say the Padres offered him, let's say Steve Cohen offers him and the Mets $70 million a year, and the Dodgers are stopped at 60 Can't go over that. 60 is where we're going to stop. Where do you want to play? I think that that's going to be the determining okay. factor. But- where do you want to play? Okay. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just putting this out there. Yeah. Under that scenario? Mm-hmm. That's a hundred million dollar difference, because if we're doing ten years, ten different, it's a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. And I, I can hear my dad right now. If my dad goes, what difference is it? It's a hundred million. He's never going to get to spend anyway. And I understand that argument. Yeah. I also understand the argument. It's a hundred million more. A mm-hmm. hundred million. Give it away. Build a school. Change the world. Do do whatever you. Want. I'm not saying you got to buy a new yacht or cars or houses. It's a hundred million dollars. I, I guess the point is, if he wants to be a Dodger. He'll find a way to be a Dodger. If he wants to be a Met, he'll find a way to be a Met. If he wants to be a Giant, he'll find a way to be a, a San Francisco Giant. If you don't like the WBC, here's my counter argument. The only thing I got out of this that was the was first pitch to WBC. <laughs> That's so exciting. It was so great. And I'm trying to think, like, had I'm trying to think, Sandy Alcantara, right? Yeah. He's pitching the championship game and strikes out Mike Trout at the end of the game. You're like, damn, we had it. We get you know, yep. Mike Trout up. Otani does it. You're like, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> that was Awesome. It you helps that right. he plays in MLB now too. So I think if it was yeah, but Otani so in Alcantara, Japan. So, so, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if it, pick another guy, let's say it's uh, Julio Urias pitching right. for Mexico, right? Like you'd be like, oh, I can't believe he had a chance. I would like that because he's a Dodger. Yeah, but, I, I, but, but when Darvish gave up the solo, yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm like the same thing with you. You're if, you're still rooting if for your Darvish struck out Trout in the game. I'm like, God, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Otani, you're like that was awesome. <laughs> you're like Chris Farley. Hey, Paul McCartney, remember when you were in the Beatles? That was awesome. That's what I was doing last night. All right, USA needs Next to send level. some better Next pitchers freaking as level. well, for sure. Um, Lakers, tonight's a pretty big night. Yeah, we're down to two handfuls of games, and everybody's bunched together. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. <laughs> 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So we did uh, ask Travis earlier on, uh, at 1045, because on Wednesdays we try to like mix it up and do different How people. How did I do, Slee? Yeah, I think Great. we did pretty well. Good. We did all TikTok, too. We only <laughs> took questions from TikTok. So this one's from Daniel Tapia. It's a little late, uh, asked Travis, but better accomplishment, taking down a five-pound burrito Oof. or five of the hottest wings? Oh, that's easy. Hashtag ask Travis. That's easy. I would, I would need to know the definition, his definition of better. If you're asking me which one I would rather attempt. Maybe I'll say, if you would, if you want to brag about someone, say, I took down a five-pound oh, burrito, or oh. I took down these five yeah, hottest wings. I, it, I know it's wings. harder. It's the wings. The wings me. are harder. The, the wings are harder, but also yes. easier, I think, because as awful of an experience as that chicken sandwich thing we did was, it was over in a day. Right? Was it? it, it well, felt like I was out for like three for like, days. Well, it was a day except for a couple of times a day for the next week. That was that. That was a little different. Add that together is actually a month. So that, but it, if you ate a five pound burrito, I I think you're going to the emergency room. I don't know if you're you're coming back from that. So I, I'd pick the wings. I I would choose neither. I, I'm never ever eating something hot like that ever again. I've done. That's a one and done. I want you to tell the listeners, Lee, what you told me during the break about the the Otani soda thing. I thought that was brilliant. So it, it Otani makes a guy like. Juan Soto, who's as I mean, I think most people, if you said, "Give me one player in Major League Baseball right now at this age," you know he's going to be a star for and so super many years. Super entertaining. Already won a World Series. Yeah. Has already delivered on the biggest stage. He's got swag. Got swag. He's got everything. He makes Juan Soto seem like like just a average baseball player. Yeah. And I and I, the reason why I give that as an example is because yesterday or even the game against Mexico. Um, especially yesterday. Yesterday is actually a better example. We know all these stars. They're freaking stars. On the U- United States of America put together a team of absolute superstars. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool. So when's Otani in? <laughs> when's he batting? Yeah. When is he... You know, the All-Star game, we had this as well where... DH, didn't he let off and pitched. Yeah. That and was, it's like... And, and once that happened, you're like, I can turn this off. I was going to say, when he was done, I was like, well, that was fun. So... <laughs> 
No, you're you're right. It's like yeah, Mookie's great and all, but he doesn't pitch. And then you watch, you know, Julio Arias pitch. You're like, yeah, that's cool, but he doesn't hit 45 home runs. <laughs> like with, with it's just it makes no sense. At I all. was waiting yesterday. I'm like, if Trey Turner's not going to run back from the bullpen to the dugout, I don't want to see him. Matt, think about it. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see him. In, it, that would happen in high school. It's like, hey, we yeah. got bring in the guy with the best arm, bring in the shortstop, and let him throw 90 miles an hour and strike out some zit faced teenagers. Right? This is the best. Pl- not just the major leagues. It's the best players in the major leagues. It was terrific. I, so Every speaking week. of what we were talking about too, with like Otani getting paid so much for playing, you know, for playing essentially two positions, Steve North Hollywood has kind of a point about it. So I don't know if you guys want to take him. Let's do it right now. Let's go to Steve. Steve, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, fellas? Hey, um, I'll get to the point. Uh, so yeah, I love Otani, man, and, and and the World Baseball Classic was way more fun than I thought it would be. Um, and I'd love to see him in Dodger blue, man, but. I am dubious. I, I'm very concerned about paying him too much, and here's why. If you're going to have two players that do what Otani does, right, you've got a, one hitter, a first base, whatever, Freddie Freeman, you've got a pitcher. Yep. If one of those guys gets hurt, you're only missing one of those guys, okay? So you're paying Otani $560 million or something for 10 years, right? If he gets hurt at all, even if he just – you know, has a hamstring pull. He's not pitching or hitting, mm-hmm. and you lose two players. Now, the other side of this is he's t- going to be 29 in June, I think. Yep. We're not talking about Juan Soto, who's 24. I, I understand the comparison that Slee was just making. Hey, you know, he's way more than Juan Soto. He is. But you're, there are very big risks, and if you're going to put that kind of money into one one basket, all your eggs in one basket – Man, you have to hope because, yeah, he'll put butts in seats, and, yeah, he'll be exciting to watch if he's healthy, if things are going, you know, yep. right. So he, he, he has a, a, any kind of problem at all, or you want to rest him, and you rest him, and now he's probably not. Maybe you can DH him. I don't know. But yeah. I'm just saying, overall, the risk is really, really high. If some other owner wants to put up a ridiculous offer, the Dodgers can't do it. They just can't. They they have to build a, a complete roster. And- I hear you, Steve, and, and I, I think you bring up the one thing that is scary the about, hesitation. about doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and you're exactly right, that if he goes down, you lose two guys, not one. And you're losing two guys at the price of whatever the number may be, $50 million, He'll use his left hand. <laughs> he might be able to do that. But here's the thing. It, two or th- three years ago, he only hit. He had an elbow thing, right? And yeah. he just hit for the Angels. So there are some circumstances where maybe you get half the guy. But generally speaking, you're right. There is huge there's huge risk to what the Padres did with Bogarts and Tatis and what they're probably going to do with Soto and Machado and yeah. all these other yeah. there's risk involved with everybody. Mm-hmm. Right? That he he's maybe slightly more risky because it's the two for thing that you're talking about. The payoff, in my opinion, is worth it. Could it blow up in your of course it could. You know, Mike Trout signed for four hundred and thirty-eight million or whatever it was, and he's gotten hurt a little more than he has before. His production has slipped a little bit, yeah. But he's still Mike Trout. You, ha- you have to do it. There are guys that sometimes there's always risk with long-term contracts. There's always risk with high-dollar contracts. But with this guy, I'm doing it. Like th- think of the discipline and the the preparation that has to go into doing what he's doing. You know, he's not going to let himself fall into bad habits he's an incredibly disciplined athlete he won't stop throwing quotes talking about how he wants to win I, that it's not about I, just the dollar the sign I, I understand what you're saying steve <clears throat> that, that 
the Dodgers, because that's my team too, right? There's huge risk involved. I would do it. I, I would. I would. It's. I would spend the money if I got a, that eighteen dollar Modelo is now a twenty two dollar Modelo at Dodger Stadium because he's there. No, they'll do I'll, that either way. I'll pay it. <laughs> <They'll do that laughs> You're right way. about that. Twenty nine dollar Modelo. What about parking from a uh, hundred to hundred? Now the parking you can't support. You can't support. That's the. You got no choice there. You, well, yo. But here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Dodger specifically. Money goes to Frank McCourt. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I want to like vomit on it before I hand it. Charge over. you more for the the I'd rather walk from Montebello. The fries and the chicken tenders <laughs> and the hot dogs. Charge me more for that. Anything but going money going to Frank McCourt. I, I, I'll say this too. I, I think the the Dodgers have been so incredibly responsible and give them a lot of this offseason is another good example. They were responsible, right? They didn't. They didn't like the contracts that were being thrown out there, and now they're also in a position where they could very easily not win the division and kind of scratch and claw to get sure. to ninety wins. Sure. Okay, that's not. I don't think that's out of the ordinary. Um, but part of me thinks part of that strategy was for this predicament, this situation. Now, it's. I may be wrong. Maybe the Shohei thing. I. I told you. I don't think it's going to come down to just money for Shohei. I think there's going to be, where do I want to play? Mm-hmm. Where What's going to give me the greatest chance of playing baseball in October and everything everything else that comes with it? But don't forget, I mean, for the Dodgers, what was the deal that they signed with um, with Time Warner, the Spectrum? The oh, Spectrum deal? like $8, it's billion $8 billion or something, yeah. yeah. Something along the, it's not like the Dodgers are, they're also an organization that, Every single year, they're going to sell out Dodger Stadium. They're going to have as many fans come to the ballpark as anybody else. Their, their TV deal is as lucrative as any TV deal that's out TV there. Deals that's going bankrupt either. They're not with Bally Sports. <laughs> right. Okay, so it's it's they're also playing in a different field than everybody else. They, they are. It, I guess the simple way of saying it. And we got more phone calls. We're going to get to these here in a second. The the simplest way to say it is, as a Dodger fan, if next spring or or next winter the hot stove heats up or they trade him somewhere else and he immediately signs an extension to, to wherever sure. he gets traded yep. and it's just eye-popping money which it's going to be mm-hmm. i'm not going to say you know what the Dodgers shouldn't have done that uh, almost regardless of the number right yeah. where and, and we're, we're making up numbers here but if it's 60 million a year you go yeah. okay i'm glad the dodgers didn't do that i'd be like i wish they would have done that that that's the sort mm-hmm. of talent that he is even a deal that may be on its economics, deeply irresponsible. Yeah, I want him to do it anyway. One more quick one here before we take a break. Johnny in the OC. Johnny, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? How's it going, guys? All right. So I don't agree with that. Right in regards to the last caller, I think, like everybody says, he is a unicorn. You need to spend that money. And what I love about Atani is that he's actually vocal about it. Right. You don't want to get into year seven, eight for him, and then finally take him serious. Like Mike Trout, he was more in the shadows. Like, he wasn't really vocal about it. And that kind of, I think, held him back from, I think, winning a championship already. Because if he would have been more like Otani, hey, I'm here to win. I need to move somewhere, right? More vocal, probably he would have got more support, right? And Otani's more like, hey, I'm here. I need to win. And I love that about that because now a team can take him serious. It doesn't matter if he goes to the Yankees, the Dodgers, but at least now you know he's vocal about it and he's proven it in the biggest stage. He basically beat the all-star team of MLB, right? (laughs) He did. And the one from Mexico. 
Right. And and he just said he just proved to you, hey, give me the support and the uh, of, of a team and I'll get you there. I'll, yeah. I'll put you on my back. I'll get we'll you over get the top. There. So, yes, I think he is worth it. I do, too. I, I, I do, too, Johnny. I think that he's worth it as well. And I, I want to just kind of talk about something that he mentioned. You know, we'll do it when we come back because he said had Trout spoken up, he probably wins a championship. I don't agree with that at all. And, and I think that we're putting a little more on Trout's plate than we probably should. I think Manfred made that mistake a couple of years ago, and I don't think it's fair to him. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Need to give somebody here at 710 big thumbs up. Have you been to the kitchen in the last hour I think it was so? Stephanie. It, I, I found out. It, it was not her. I thought it was two. I asked. Okay. So there's a cooler yep. in our in our kitchen, a, a big one, right? And I opened it up because that's what I do. I look into coolers to see if I, people know I what they're too. doing. Did I you? Do and it said like it's for later, but I'm like, yeah, yeah I just want to take a peek. Opened it up. It's filled with ice cold beer yep. and sodas. Mm-hmm. It's packed perfectly sleek. You know I have a bit of a cooler fetish yep. when it comes to the proper amount of ice relative to the proper amount of cans or bottles in the cooler. Nick on the sales side okay. is responsible for doing that. So Nick, huge thumbs up to you. You have the Travis Rogers seal of cooler approval. It is absolutely oh a, a work of art. It is perfect. Good job, Nick. I would have put ice just on the bottom. I, you, know what, you know what I don't like, and I really like you, but I believe you when you tell me this. No, I would not have. <laughs> No, I would not have. We had family over for Thanksgiving, and uh-huh. I took some of your tips. Okay, good. I made it happen. Good. I had too much ice. Good. Which is exactly how it should be. ice off to the side. Like, yes. I got too much. I don't know what to do with it. Yes, and plus you want that little... ice, too, because maybe somebody's getting something a little, you know, they want uh, an alcoholic beverage that it's bourbon, this. They want it on the rocks. Yes. So you take that bag, and you put it in a separate cooler, sealed in the plastic bag, and then you just go in there. And that's not for icing down beet cans. Just That's for, for making that. drinks. That's right. Good job, Nick. It looks good. I, I may have to put a picture of that up there. Um, the last caller, Johnny from Orange County, was talking about that, you know, if Trout would have spoken up sooner, that maybe the Angels win a championship, that, you know, he that we knew right away that Otani was committed to winning, and Otani was the guy that kind of held the Angels' feet to the fire, going back a couple of seasons saying, hey, look, man, I, I want to win first and foremost. And that was kind of the opening bid to, I'm mm-hmm. not staying here if you guys don't get this thing figured out. Mike Trout really has never – threatened the angels in any way like that or even been outspoken when otani was outspoken i think that's when we started criticizing trout it's like oh yeah. where that's where's that yeah we, mm-hmm. go back a few years ago the commissioner of baseball rob manfred was critical of mike trout basically and, and, and i'm paraphrasing oh, yeah, I here this. a little yep. bit but what he basically said is our very best player is media reluctant he doesn't want to be marketed like we can mark and we've offered and he's declined it would be better if he liked doing that stuff. It would be better if he were comfortable being outspoken. But that he's not, that's okay, too. Like, he he's just not that guy. He's not the guy that's going to be like, yeah, I don't know what these guys are doing. Sure. Oh, I, it, sure. It's not his lane. This is what makes Otani so special. Mike Trout is one of the, might be the best player I've ever seen in my life. 
Griffey and Bonds are pretty damn close mm-hmm. too. Um, but Otani is not just a great pitcher. He's not just a great hitter. He very clearly has this leadership quality that not everybody has. He's the guy that's willing to stand up in front of his Japanese team and say, guys, not today. We're not looking at those guys mm. as you know, all-world guys. We're going to beat him today. He's the guy that says, I'll Special. pitch the ninth inning. I know. I, I don't know how to come out of the pen. I'll do it tonight. You need a big hit in the ninth inning? I'll do that. He's very comfortable with all eyes in his sport looking at him saying, hey, what do you think about that? And speaking his mind. Not everybody is willing to do that. And I don't think that we should you know, beat up Mike Trout because he's uncomfortable in that role because Otani isn't. I think it's unfair to Trout. I think it actually makes Trout look bad because Otani's on the same team and he is so vocal. Yeah. That maybe it wouldn't have been as much of a conversation. If I, listen, not every player is the same personality-wise, period. Not every person is the same personality-wise. You know, as one of the most boring players to watch, and every time you watch them, you just, you, you knew you weren't going to get all that much from him. Tim Duncan was arguably one of the most boring players in the NBA. But you know what else he was? He was arguably one of the best players in the NBA. Shaq, they'd go up against Shaq, had the best personality in the league. So I get it that they're not the same. But end goal, you want it to be the same. I don't know how much this... You know, goes into and maybe it. he does it privately. You know, we we don't know. You're right. Maybe he does do it privately, but I don't know how much this goes into it as well. And maybe there's something to it. Maybe it's maybe there's not. For um, for Otani, yesterday was a great example of somebody who's representing their entire country. Mm-hmm. Somebody that literally is the face of that country when it comes to baseball. And I don't know if there's just this added pressure of. My country also wants to see me in the playoffs. My country also wants to see me competing for a World Series. That That's all we care about is, am I going to get opportunities in the postseason or not? I don't, I don't buy that completely. I think it's just more him. I think he's individually driven, but there might be some little extra there because he's representing Japan. Let's try another phone call here. Let's go to Steve in Venice. Not that one, the other one. Steve in Venice, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, guys. Great program. So, yeah, so last night... Great, great final um, baseball classic. And I found myself happy for Otani, even though I'm a huge Trout fan, an Angel fan. Like, I was legitimately happy for the guy when he struck out Trout, and he made Trout look silly. And to your point, if you watch Otani in the postgame interviews, the Dodgers could use a character guy. And I don't think we can't afford not to sign him, because if he goes to the Padres, we already passed on Machado, now Soto. If he goes to the Giants or the Yankees and he wins a chip, we're in big trouble. And the fact that we've won one title in 10 years, the Dodgers have underperformed based on the talent and the leadership that we have. So I, I don't care if it's $70 million, $80 million, we got to sign the guy. I don't see any other choice. I, I think that's where a lot of Dodger fans are going to land, Steve. I Thank you for the phone call. I, I That's where I land. That's where you land. And I guess there's a number somewhere you say you can't do that. That's just, that's just not going to work. But the Dodgers have, for the last 10 years, for what the players they've had and the games that they've won, you want more, right? You want more than a, a, a pandemic-shortened season world title. Yeah. You see what he can do. And, and I love what the other caller said about you, it's baseball. You can't just have the – the Angels are a perfect example. They have Otani and Trout, and they stink, right? So mm-hmm. you, you can't just have good players. You need a really good team. The Dodgers – Otani put a really excellent Japan team over the top. He could do that for the Dodgers. The Dodgers are an excellent team, an excellent organization. That could be the piece that puts you over the top. He's very comfortable being the guy that says, I'll do it. You know, and, and, and not that Clayton Kershaw hasn't said that, not that Mookie hasn't said that, but 
There's a difference between what we've seen with Otani and what we've seen with almost everybody else. He's just like, yeah, give me one shot and I'm going to get it done. He did. It's it's remarkable. Well, there's also I, I think the piece of it to Otani, if you look how look at how great he's been, look at what he just did in the WBC in front of the entire world. What's left for him? What's left for him is very one simple. Thing. Being some meaningful games in October for the best league when it comes to baseball in the world, right? That's what's left for him. It's to, by the way, he even, could become the Formula One champion. I, he, could, he, could, he could go drive for Ferrari and take them back to the top. Uh, does it, here's the funny thing. Uh, on top of that, on top of that, it's not even just. Let's say they didn't. Let's say the Angels didn't make the postseason. Let's say they didn't make the playoffs. I mean, even in some games in September that were meaningful yes, yes. would be something. At least then we're attracted for six months we're watching Otani that, what was it, after the All-Star break? What did we just say? Okay, well, we're done with Angels baseball. Bye. See you next year. I, I really want them to be good this year. I don't know if they will. I think I think they got a chance. They, they have a better team than they've had in a while. They have a deeper team than they have in a while. Patrick Sandoval seems to have kind of gone to a level where he's not just pretty good, he's very good. If Tyler Anderson can be the guy that pitched for the Dodgers last year for the Angels, that's a step in the right direction. A couple other guys just bump it up a little bit, and you get what you get from Trout. You get what you get from Otani. Rendon is a little bit better along the way. That You just have a more cohesive team. To win 85, 88 games doesn't seem like a huge ask for that roster. Now, I could have said that a lot of times a lot of different ways, but it doesn't feel like them being in the postseason is an impossibility. Well, I was going to say, I think a lot, at least if there's one thing you can hear, um, there is at least a little bit of chatter of, hey, no, this Angels team can go from not making the postseason to I thought they were pretty the good last year, and they just absolutely cratered. Yeah. They, they would. They lost 16 in a row or something like that. Somebody has a suggestion for, uh, I said Slee would be played by uh, Stanley Tucci in the Travis and Slee movie. Uh, somebody suggested Bo Bridges for me. That feels that he'd have to grow a beard, or I'd have to shave mine, one or the other. Yeah. I like how you're going to tell him you'd but have to grow a beard. Either, well, it's our movie. Either right? Bridges could you could be played by Jeff or Bo. No, the dude is too. He's the dude, right? Well, we can't no, I mean, we can't do that. <laughs> and, like, and no disrespect to Bo, who's had a great career. Yeah, but Bo, I look more like Bo than I do. Jeff Bridges. I think Jeff Bridges in Stick It, which is one of my favorite movies, I think is more closely to what you are. What movie is That's that? That's the gymnastics movie. They like it's a bunch of girls who play gymnastics and when was that movie? Came? It was like two thousand seven, six in that range. It... How many times did you see Stick It, Slee? <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen it four times. Seven. I've seen it four times. Four times. But I will get to seven. Trev, come on over to the house tonight. You, me, rookie, lady Slee. We're gonna watch it's a sleepover Stick It. Sleepover movie. <laughs> With is he the coach? He is the coach. Okay. He's this hardened, grizzled vet. He used to like really um, care for his, uh, his the girls he coached, but one girl got injured because he pushed her too far, and so therefore he's got blackballed by a bunch of the gymnastics world. And this girl, who's the main character in Stick It, is the one that put him back on the map. I just didn't want him to interrupt you. That's <laughs> why I was like, she when crazy? someone's in the zone, feed him the ball. You know, like she was basically hitting fifteen footers everywhere. That and by the way, this is not a criticism of that movie. That's every sports, sports movie, movie yeah. ever. What you just—they got this girls. guy who used to be great. Now he's not so great. He's either sick, his wife's sick, he got an injury, he got old. But now he's here to help the guys that need the help the most. Every sports movie ever. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Apparently, I'm not the uh, only cooler aficionado in the building. So some super crosstalk coming up in a little bit. We have some some questions coming along today. We got to start with this. 
It's the big CY's birthday today, Emily? Yeah, it is. Do we know what he's doing to celebrate? Uh, I don't think he's watching everything ever all once again. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly not for the seventh uh, time. Pickleball tournament. He's in another tournament <laughs> for his birthday. I do think the lady in his life is visiting, so uh, okay. they're probably going to do something fun together. That's good. Okay. What's the Happy birthday, CY. What's your like perfect little birthday celebration? I know you like to low-key your birthday. You're, yeah. not, you're not Morales, who's you know taking out a Skyrider. But you're, what, what is what is your perfect birthday celebration? Perfect, perfect birthday down in San Diego um, with just kind of the close, close family members. My girl, obviously, as well. And if my mom is Rookie? cooking a home... Rookie's in the house as perfect. well. My mom's cooking a home-cooked meal. I'm good, bro. I don't need anything else. That's perfect. That's a good Get day. some liquor there. Get some wine. Something along those lines. That's wine, a good day. There. I want to start with a round of golf. I want to, like a, an early morning round of golf, like a 7 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. Let's get the ball up in the air early. Be done by 11, 30, 12. Maybe have a nice lunch with my buddies and have a few cocktails and hang out. Go home, grab a nap for like an hour, maybe two. Watch Fernando Mania. <laughs> maybe have it on in the background. No big deal. And then go out with the fam. Go out to the fam, have a nice dinner out um, with and, and Fernando Mania iPad right there. What, kind of, what kind of food? What restaurant? Uh, honestly, in that situation, I don't really care. Doesn't matter. I, 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 Company I, I, is there. I don't really care. Feeling like, good. Something that is a crowd pleaser for everybody. It Are doesn't you a cake have to be guy? my thing. Not especially. I'm more of a pie guy than Are a cake sleep? guy, but I do like cake. Don't get me wrong. If you give me a slice of cake, I'm not going to be like, eh. If I had to pick between the two, I'd go pie. Yeah, me too. Pie over cake. Berry, you put candles fruit on pie? pies? Sure. <laughs> Sure. It's a little different, yeah. but yeah. Where are you on cobbler, Slee? Who do, that's like a southern thing, too, Emily. Yeah, it is. Peach I, cobbler? I'm okay. It's basically just messy pie. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah it's just not yeah. as well constructed. <laughs> right. It's just, instead of making a crust on the top, we're just going to throw some brown sugar and oats on the top and let it rip. Yeah, my grandma makes Pretty good. good. I'll eat any of those. I just can't have a ton of it. Like when some people have, like ice cream is the same thing. When people are just like, you know, you go... I don't know how you are this. They'll get like two scoops of this, and it's like it's so much it's ice cream. I can't do that. I can only do sweet. I can only do a little bit of sweet. I can't do a lot. I can maybe muscle through two scoops of ice cream. I'm just saying I could probably get it done. Uh, Rams lost another player. Uh, their former wide receiver, Brandon Powell, reached an agreement today with uh, the Minnesota Vikings on a one-year deal. He, of course, will be reunited with the former Rams offensive coordinator and current Vikings head coach, Kevin O'Connell. It, like. Brandon Powell was a nice little find for them a couple of years ago. They brought him in to kind of return punts and kicks, and he gave him a little spark. And they needed to use him in the receiving game towards the end of last year. Not even towards the end, like for the second half of the season. But this is one of those, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, Brandon Powell's not going to sink or swim this this team this upcoming season. Yeah, it wouldn't be in the sorry man, but it wouldn't be in the dump if it was one of those that we <laughs> that we thought was. But it's also more people going time. out, no one coming in, so that's also another thing of like, there's a lot of bleeding out of the Rams. I want to do something real quick. It's not that much direction. That's that's the bigger thing. There really isn't. Yeah. Or, or direction. Like there doesn't see. There's not an obvious plan. I guess mm-hmm. is is the way that I look at it. But here's here's the Rams schedule. We don't know the order in which these games will be played, but. Their, their division games. How many times did they beat San Francisco? Last year? No, this upcoming season. How many oh, times do you expect um, them to beat San Francisco? Zero. I, I agree. I think it's zero. Yeah, two. I agree. Okay. Seattle? One and one. Okay, I agree. Arizona? One and one. They could uh, go two uh, and oh. Agree. We'll go one I think and it's one, one and yep. one. Okay, so there's your division, right? Here's who they play at home. Do they beat Philadelphia? These are all home games. Philadelphia? Okay. No. No. Washington? No. Okay, I think they'll beat Washington. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give them a third one right there. New Orleans. Yes. Yes, I agree. Cleveland. Yes. I agree. Pittsburgh. 
I'll say no just because uh, Pittsburgh is I agree. a good organization. Okay, so we got five wins so far. Now mm-hmm. all of these other games coming up are on the road. Dallas. No. No. Giants. Not happening. No. Green Bay. Keep in mind, it's probably uh, Jordan Love. I'll still say no. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Baltimore. Probably no. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, no. no. Cincinnati. No. No. Indianapolis. Sure. Okay. I, Give one. We're on I the, would we're, fight some of those away games, but yeah. Give that's one. six wins. Yeah. So the six wins, they'll probably win four of those. And of the 11 losses we have, they'll probably win two or three. Yeah. Right? That's seven wins again. So this idea that we were talking about, well, hey, maybe they can just kind of back into it. They're going to back into six or seven wins. It's mm. not going to happen. Six is not getting you in. Seven's not getting you in. Eight, maybe. Yeah. I, but you got to get to nine. Let's put it this way. What would you be more surprised by? That they lose six games or they win six games? Or they lose seven games or win seven games? Like, it doesn't matter. You pick the number. Eight games and eight games. I think you're more surprised they go nine and eight than you are they go eight and nine. If that's if I just make it the closest, closest possible. 100% agree with that. Yeah. Rob Manfred, talking about the WBC, said, quote, it's great the guys that we have, but I'd like to see pitching staffs that are of the same quality as our position players. It was stark. The, the quality of position players, when you're looking at Goldschmidt, Arenado, mm. Betts, Turner, Cream Trout, of the crop. Cream Real of the crop. Muto, Smith, and then in the most important game, you're running out, you know, at, at Merrill Kelly and some of the some of these other guys. I'm mean, having trouble recording Daniel Bedard. Like, they're, all, they're good pitchers, but these are not the very best that we have. Is there a reason? Did, is there a reason why not it was stretched out? They're mm-hmm. not ready to go in these high leverage situations for the most part. So they're just they're getting paid a lot of money by these mm-hmm. other teams, and and I understand it. It didn't it didn't bother me. It was weird that the 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 gap was so big, and that some of the like Darvish pitches, Yotani pitches, Alcantara pitches, Urias pitch. Mm-hmm. Like I get that they pitch for other places, but it didn't bother me. It didn't it didn't take away from the entertainment value of that tournament. Well, I, I think Manfred's basically saying right there trying to win this thing there's also there's a there's the competitive juices of watching this tournament and knowing that you lost three two um, makes you look bad a little bit well it, it's it's just the i think it's just the competitive juices i think there's a little bit of i would love to see a couple more big time pitchers to go up now what didn't happen yesterday they didn't lose nine to eight no Right, so it wasn't that their pitching was awful. They did a good job. Gave up some solo shots. They, they, they did a good job, and there was never a point in that game where I'm like, "Man, what are we doing with these guys?" Yeah, like it was, it was, it was tight. And the whole tournament, it was like, it's weird that none of our best guys are there, but you never felt like it was ruining the event. Do you think there are baseball fans today that didn't exist a week ago because of this thing, or is this just getting guys like me super excited for something I already like to begin with? No, I, I know there is. I know there's new baseball fans. I, I 100% do. I, I think I mentioned this to you, the Mexico-Japan game. My girl wanted to watch the entire game. <laughs> why Why do you want to watch the entire game? She thought it was interesting. She thought it was fun. Um, I think there are some new fans, and anytime you have a face of something, Shohei will be followed. He's already followed, but Shohei will be followed just a little bit more by people maybe that weren't watching baseball. This surprises me a little bit, Al. The first round of the NCAA tournament, the men's NCAA tournament, averaged a record 9.2 million viewers. That's the most in tournament history. That the tournament had a record number of viewers is incredibly surprising to me. Because, like we've talked about, somebody a lot. cares about it. No, clearly, that, that's what I mean. I, I understand that it's being watched, but as someone that lives and breathes the sports universe, yep. I've never cared less. It's just weird that it's 
out there for people I think more than ever I think sports betting more than anything. Betting, because, you said? Yeah, the sports betting with the with the emergence of legal sports betting in so many states, I think it's drawing so many more people to To be to honest it. with you, that's the only answer I could think of because this wasn't a tournament where you're saying, hey, I'm going to follow that dude. There's that player that's in it. It's Zion. It's this. Not even the same coaches. Like there, A lot of them are There wasn't that. So it has to be the sports betting. That's the only element that I could think of. It. That's actually that's that sounds like a good narrative. It was today in 1989 that Pete Rozelle retired as commissioner of the NFL. That cleared the decks for Paul Tagliabue, who ultimately got us to Paul or Roger Goodell, which yeah. is where we are right now. The NFL has had pretty solid leadership, and by solid, I mean they don't turn it over all the time. What makes a good commissioner? Like, if and I, let me ask it two ways. Yeah. As a fan, what makes a good commissioner? Because as an owner. I think the only thing you care about is get me better TV deals yep. and get expansion teams and get me my relocation fees. That's I, really all you care I about. I would have right? thought I would have thought owners want a popular commissioner. I would have thought owners would look at a commissioner and this say well liked, you mean? Well liked. As in accomplish everything we need you to accomplish for us, but also when you're go- at the podium and you're introducing the number one draft that everyone's not booing you. Right, like there's is that not part of the fun of it though. But I, I would have thought that they would, in a perfect world, want both. I am now almost hundred percent that the NFL is like, yeah, we don't care. That's fine. Yeah, you Clearly can hate they don't hate Goodell. That's they pay fine. Him fifty million. Hate a him year. all day long. I would say actually the closest, the closest is Adam Silver. That's the closest where you have somebody that you feel like sympathizes with the players, but is also profiting like crazy for the owners. He's the only one that isn't wildly unpopular. Rob Manfred, unpopular. Yep. Gary Bettman, unpopular. Roger Goodell, unpopular. Yeah. Head of the NC2A, whoever that is now, was Mark Emmert, super unpopular. Like, Silver, and even David, David Stern was so... David Stern was definitely unpopular. Well, unpopular, but people loved looking at him, listening to him, because he was hilarious. D- David Stern was like, he was kind of vindictive. He was kind of mean. He would he would throw shade at people. He was fun, even if he wasn't well-liked. Yeah, John, we were talking about what makes a good commissioner. What, w- what would be your definition of a good commissioner? Um, That's a great question. I, I think Adam Silver, you guys are right, is the best of the four. But it's impossible job to be well. I'm like I'm trying to think of if we were going to have like, like who's the goat of commissioners? It wouldn't be Tagliabue. It wouldn't be Pete Rozelle. Current ones right now? No, and ever. David Stern. Except that people like I know a lot. And David Stern was great. He would come on when you yeah. call him. But David Stern him. was an a hole. I know. Yeah, he would be the him. first person to but, admit. But David. It. Stern, so maybe that's the answer, Slee. That. You need a little a-hole in you. And David Stern took the league from a time when it was fledgling to turning it into the second most popular league in our country and making all the money along the way. The, the NBA was barely solvent when he got into it. And now it's the NBA. Mason and I used to be pretty good friends with Tim Laiwiki, who mm-hmm. ran AEG. Great guy. And, and I was up visiting Laiwiki once, and he goes, he goes, he goes, you want to hear me get chewed out? <laughs> he goes, what? And he goes, listen to this. And he goes, hi, David. And David Stern, I, I don't know what was, Tim had said or done something. And, and David just MF'd him till the end of time. And he goes, got it. How's everything? And Stern then immediately, finishes, it's great, Tim. How are you doing? But he was, like, I don't know if you guys saw that story that Gilbert Arenas put out about a month ago. You remember when Gilbert Arenas brought the gun to the locker room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It came up because of the John Morant stuff. Sure. Arenas said, David Stern calls him to his office and he says, you're suspended for 50 games. And he goes, well, I'm going to appeal that 50 games. And he says, if you appeal it, I'm coming after your contract. 
Wow. And Arena said, what do you mean? He goes, it's my league. I run it. It's a business. You brought a gun into my business. You're lucky I'm not giving you 100 games. If mm. you fight this, I'm coming after your contract. And Stern walked out. And he took 50 games. Yep. Took 50 games. Smart yeah. decision. Yeah, it is. <laughs> not, not really a hard decision that, when you that, think about that it. That game, Bure, uh, no good comes from it. I've played it. Have you played Stopped it? Stopped playing, playing it immediately. Oh, is that the card game? Yeah, that, card you know game. what it is? Yeah. It's AC Ducey. Oh, okay. But, you yeah. know, it's basically you put two cards down. If you get a three and a king, you bet the whole pot. Unless and then if a, a two comes up, you're dead. <laughs> or a three and a king, you pay guys double. Guys who double. That's what happened to Arenas and Javar Scrittenden. Somebody got hit with paying double and said, I'm not paying it. Yeah. Guns came out. <laughs> My God. Damn. I just play a little online. <laughs> right, I know we got to go to the Super Stager, but here's, here's one more story about that. Rudy Tomjanovich, who is a great guy, he was so worried about getting involved with those players' games up in the front that he would come in the back and play with us. Okay. Rudy coached us for one year, not even a full season. Right. He bailed at the All-Star break. And he'd come back, and he literally – Rudy was making $5 million a year. And I would – I. Our, our game is a one, two, or three dollar limit. Okay. And I would say three bucks. And Rudy'd look at his hand, and you'd see if he's debating whether or not to stay in. And he'd look at me and he'd go, Not worth three. Three? <laughs> and he puts it down. Three bucks. And the other I'm story out. he told me was he's coaching the Pan Am team. And you guys remember Sharif Abdul Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. They're Grizzlies. playing Bure. Mm -hmm. And they're in, they're in Puerto Rico. And he, gets, he loses the whole pot. And he loses thirteen thousand oh, yeah. dollars. And the rest of the guys on the team, the plane, they finish the tournament. They fly back. They land in Houston, and they they made the bus driver go to to a bank, <laughs> so that they didn't even go back to the thing. So so Sharif Abdurrahim would take out the money and pay the guys he owed. No, no, don't get I'm, in that game. I'm out. I'm Come out. On, big Bure tournament. I'll, Let's right, do did it. You I'll watch, play with Rudy. Did you watch the video, both I'm, you guys? All right, I'm so watching, go to the super I'm watching it right now. Let's do a little super yeah. cross talk. So, John, you've mentioned this before, that you and I have a lot of similarities. Yes, but I did not know about this one until I heard you talking about it today when you were talking about the cooler. Did now, you tell, retell the cooler story. So, there's a cooler in our kitchen here. We're at having the, a party tonight here. Yeah. There's a, a little uh, station get-together tonight, and the cooler has been there since when I got here about 7.45, and it was there shortly thereafter. And, you know, like anybody else, you see a cooler, somebody open it up, see what's in it. I open it up, and it's perfect. Right. It is packed with sodas and beers, mm -hmm. and it is there's not an inch to spare that's not filled with ice. Yep. Nice. It's just from the nice. very bottom to the top. It's per <laughs> The cans are all stacked very mm -hmm. neatly, one on top yeah. of the there's other. There's nothing like it's, proper it layers. Yeah. perfect so, cooler yes. setup, which I deeply appreciate. All right, so when I heard you say that, I popped in during the last break, and I said, I'm going to send – I sent it to Emily and to Taylor as well. I'm going to send you guys a video that, that just I discovered yesterday. There's a, I don't know if it's a beach or a picnic ground or whatever, but there's a family with a cooler, a big cooler, and it's packed. I'm guessing Florida. Uh, I, the I, residents look Florida-ish. Yeah, I thought it might be like Australia, but Florida's better. Yeah. Picture Florida. So the cooler is sitting there on the sand, and a crocodile appears and puts the cooler in its mouth and walks off with the cooler. So Into the, the water. Yes. Yeah, so the question is, Trav, <laughs> you and I are on the beach. We're throwing a Frisbee. We look over, and we see the crocodile with our cooler in its <laughs> mouth just casually going back to the water. Do we go after the cooler, or do we just let him go? I'm going to make an attempt to get him to drop the cooler. 
I not, am not too. with my own bare hands. Like, what are you going to do? I'm throw gonna the throw, frisbee I'm gonna at him. I'm going to throw something at him. I'm going to throw sand at it. I'm going to throw rocks at it. I'm yeah. going to try to Me make it just say it's not worth it. This person. And if he drops the cooler and charges us, we just <laughs> haul take ass off, the other right? way. Yeah. You take are, off. are alligators or crocodiles fast? Gators. So These are gators, right? I don't know why I know this, but I. Crocodiles are like an African. Well, stuff. the story says it's a crocodile, but it very well could be. It could have been a safari. It looked like some kind of safari. Oh, it could have been. So it could have been. Yeah, it could have been in like Australia. So one of my great fears is being consumed by an animal mm. okay so i know all the tactics to get away from the apex predators yes one of the things you do when an alligator if you're on land and an alligator charges, play dead you no, play dead that's a that's a bear oh okay bear you play dead alligator with you on the that. fact that you have this this bank of knowledge astounds me but go ahead I, it's like make a, yourself really big get like, cons- hold that, your arms up that's you do the karate lion. kid thing that's mountain that's lion. mountain lion okay, okay. Mountain get lion. pots together make noise <laughs> mountain lion is get big throw rocks make yep. noise make it seem like that's eh, a lot of trouble i don't want to mess yeah, with that yeah yeah okay bears play dead Right. Alligator is when you run, you have to zigzag because alligators don't turn. Oh. They're pretty fast in a straight line. Yeah. But alligators don't have great handling. Yeah. Right? So you right. want to run side to side to get away from an alligator. So that's what you would want to do. Yeah, so I, don't play dead. Don't ask me why. Don't Emily, play Emily, dead. Do you go after the cooler, the crocodile or the alligator, whatever it is, get your cooler. It's walking off. You're 25 feet away. Do you go after the cooler? So it depends on the cooler. So the one in the video, it looks like a cheapo cooler, which is, I'm right. fine with that. That's looking like a little What's igloo. an expensive cooler? Like, like a, a Yeti. REI. Like go get $500. one of Coleman's, uh, the a, Yeti. A, a, yeah. a Yeti cooler is could be 500 bucks. Yeah. So if it's, if it's that yeah. guy, I might, again, do a Travis, try to distract it, and then go after it eventually. Uh it's funny because I go to vacation in Hilton Head a lot, which is like has a lot of crocodiles and stuff. Ooh. There's stories every year of them like taking soccer balls, taking little dogs and right, all that right. stuff. So Scratch I think that I would. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. But I, I think I would go after the cooler. Taylor, go after it or let it go. I'm just going to let it go. You know, you can't you can't replace limbs. Possessions <laughs> no, are a lot easier sure. than limbs. Yeah. You can buy another 12-pack of Coors Light. You, you yeah, can't replace I, your I don't leg. know. When I was growing up, we didn't have a fancy cooler. We had one of them styrofoam things. You, you, know, the grocery styrofoam store. you know the styrofoam cooler that you get at the grocery store? You know, Try and find one of those at a grocery oh, store Oh, they don't today. exist there anymore? It's in, I had to go to four stores again. When I was playing poker at somebody's house a couple months ago, I said, I'm going to bring a cooler of beer, and I couldn't find a liquor a store. Cheapos. Oh, that's where you get them? Liquor, liquor store. store. Yeah. yeah. Liquor store has them. The grocery store, sometimes they have them up top. Up high. Yeah, yes. they have them yes. up top, so sometimes you don't see them. But I, uh, yeah, I'm not chasing. I'm Slay, not are you going after, after the cooler? cooler? No, it's no. gone. I, I it's mean, gone. I, I honestly can't even believe this is a debate. I mean, is anybody really going after a I am. You're not, not going to throw something at the gator to see if it'll just drop football. it and go back in the water? Throw a football at if his head. A fo- then you lose the football. Yeah, Maybe but this, I don't care about the football. I care about the cooler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's I, a $500 I, cooler <laughs> stocked with, like, really good stuff. Yeah, I've never been emotionally attached to a cooler. It's just a cooler. How many coolers do you have? Oh, gosh. Exactly. Probably six. Yeah. Not a one. Let me paint yeah. this scenario for None? you guys. None. Yeah. I don't have a cooler. I'm going to switch no, it. None? None. No cooler. Well, and if you need one, oh, you can geez. just go get one. Yeah. Yeah, but a good one right. is not just go pick it up. You got to get the right one. You need the Arctic or the Yeti or Hang on a second. Like Every, everything, everywhere, all at once wants to make a comment. <laughs> I'm just saying, so my, so this is a situation here, and if you go after the cooler. So my dad and my mom were dating, and- he intended to propose with a ring inside of a cooler. So he's like, oh, go get me the beer. And she pulls it out. There's the ring. So in that scenario... Then you go, you the go after the cooler, yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, that's a very that's a very romantic way to uh, to do it. <laughs> well, but is it? Like, no, go get not. me a beer out of the cooler. I was trying to be nice. Go get me a beer. <laughs> I know it's their love story. It's not mine. But hey, that's honey, the get thing. me a beer. So oh! you have some people over to watch the game. Where are you putting the beers? 
in the fridge. That's not cold enough. It is no, fine. It's, no, it's that's, fine. That's not well, Mace, when you have your party, big parties, where do you keep the cold drinks? You hired people. I don't know. The the people, the, the bartenders they who bring them to it. Yeah, the yeah. caterers right. and the bartenders. Yeah. Okay. Not worried about that. So you have multiple sizes. There's some with wheels, some without, yeah. some with handles. Oh my some god! Yeah. You have the backpack one. Yeah, that's the Laker freebie at the Laker <laughs> sure. golf tournament. Yeah, I got that one. Yeah, those are all I, a, lot just, of, just a lot of cool. Different world for me. I I don't know the cooler. I think world. you got to have the. Are you, are you a beer person? I, I'm not a beer person. That's, that's part of it. A, yeah, unless I unless they ask me to endorse a beer and then I'm a beer person. <laughs> Right. If if Coors good, comes to me and says we want Mason, I'm like I love Coors, man. Bring it on. <laughs> did you guys get as into the WBC as I did? Oh God, it was so We're exciting. Text in it was and, amazing. All right, so, so exciting. Here's something terrific. that I haven't heard anybody bring up today. Um, it, it it would appear to me. All right, so it's it's basically a one game playoff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ninth inning starts, and uh, who is it? McNeil. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff McNeil. McNeil gets a walk. Mook, gets on yep. first base. Mookie comes. Mookie, At that point. Play. And no, at that at that point, oh. you have to stay out of the double play at all costs. Oh, anything, yeah. send the runner, do anything because think about it. Yeah, you would have a runner in scoring for position Trout. for Mike Trout. Yeah. What it might do though is take the bat out of Trout's hands. But I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I don't thing. think they would have done that. I, I you think Shohei Otani would have maybe not put Trout on a Ma- maybe not but but it would be also the most put, disappointing moment and in it history. would put the winning run on base so you might not do it right but I was I said to Susan we're watching the game I'm like are they going to ask Mookie to bunt because look Mookie's one of the five best or, hitters or, in baseball yeah. probably hasn't had to lay down a sacrifice bunt or, or in years. don't anticipate a double play for no, Mookie Betts they brought no. in the fastest guy on the team yep to Whit. pinch run mm-hmm. you at least have to try and steal I thought don't the same you? thing I, or. St- yeah, I wouldn't have mind a right-handed steal. pitcher. I mean, I would, and Otani's not particularly quick to the plate. You, right. you can run against him. You a can't bit. do what they did. He you're not wrong. Mookie you're not, such a good pitch. Though. I was going to say he you're not wrong on any of that. Pitch. But Trav Mookie hit. You're, how many times is Mookie going to hit into a double play Very in that rarely. situation? Like you're also taking your chance, saying this is one of the best hitters in baseball. I got the Trout coming it, up next. John, I, I think I would have bunted, but the flip of it is I'm going to give Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, Paul Goldschmidt a chance to split a gap. Yeah. As opposed to giving away an out, and now I got two guys with a chance. Right. To okay, split but a let's let's say I or get a base hit. Okay, so let's say I agree with you. My counter would be okay. Let's send wit. Steal him. Yeah, and, and that way and we run, keep him out of the mm-hmm. double play. Mm-hmm. The only way it's a double play then is if Mookie hits a line drive and we double him up, but that right. hardly ever That's happens. That's bad luck. Um, yeah, I would have sent wit. You have to stay out of the double play there. Yeah, it, it was they, – they manage these games so weird. Well, that like, guy had – Mark, Mark DeRosa had yeah. never managed before. No, and, but I don't think it was inexperience that made right. – it was – the format is kind of weird. The yeah. pitching thing is kind of weird where, hey, if we tell you you're going to throw 30 pitches, you're going to throw 30 pitches yeah. whether you strike out yeah, five I mean, guys. It, it's Daniel just, it's Bard a, needs a full inning of work, and he's throwing right BP. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was a weird deal, but – what. I don't know if there's another scenario where Team USA strikes out to lose the game in the championship, and you're like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. And that's what it was, at least for, for Al and I. Oh, yeah. my God. Watching Otani so do that great. thing, there was no, oh, we blew it. It was, that was awesome baseball. Yeah, that was the, I mean, that was the game. That's what people are paying to see. And, you know, I tell you, I walked away from it thinking, damn, I'm ready for baseball season. Mm. Like, it really got me ramped up for baseball. The crazy thing is you're not going to get a game with that sort of energy for six months. Till October. That's true. You're not going to get that level of should they bunt him do you right, move him do right. you do like all of those little decisions that happen in the playoffs that are magnified times a thousand 
when they're playing the Reds in August, it's yeah, not right. quite it's the, same not the same thing. thing. You're right. It's playing the, the Reds thing. ever. It's yeah. like really <laughs> not point. the same thing. But you couldn't Good have point. scripted it. I mean, we, we were talking about it. If you said, hey, pick the way you end this WBC tournament. I mean, Otani versus Otani Trout. versus Trout. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's like storybooks. Is there a number where if you're the Dodgers and you're in the Otani game, and obviously they're going to be in it, where you just I can't I can't do that no. I can't go to that number now, especially not after you cut and cut and cut this year I think you fifty you, million a year you have made I think it's fifty million oh, a year oh I I I think you're low at fifty five at least 60. I think ten years five hundred so Spotrack put it out the the numbers are they have him valued as a pitcher eight years two thirty okay. as a hitter ten years three thirty three so you just kind of round it off that's ten years five hundred fifty million yeah you need five hundred sounds about right five hundred million plus is what it's going to take million Mace, don't you agree if it's not the Dodgers someone's giving him that money somebody's going somebody's to somebody's going to give him that what money if Cohen, Steve, Steve Cohen's going to do it what if Cohen or Seidler come in and say okay look the the market is at fifty five I'm going to give you sixty two and the do you want the Dodgers to go to sixty two to get into here's that? the weird thing about Cohen and this is going to be a real test. So he is in a – they've invented a new tier of luxury tax. Right. He is in a 100% luxury tax situation. So if dollar he signs dollar. Shohei Otani for 50, it costs him $100, $100 million a but, year. But, but he obviously doesn't, he doesn't have, care. Doesn't he have like $10 billion? Yeah, he, does. he obviously he doesn't, doesn't care, care. But, I mean, it's crazy. Those Seidler are crazy doesn't numbers. Care. Seidler's signing everybody. Yeah, he is. Hmm. I mean, there there is a point where it's a bad deal. I just don't know where the it is. It is going to be a race. It is going to be a race. Super Crosstalk is powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow.